In case number 17-204, Apple Incorporated versus Pepper, Justice Kavanaugh has the opinion of the court. In 2007, Apple started selling iPhones. The next year, Apple launched the Retail App Store, an electronic store where iPhone owners can purchase iPhone applications from Apple. Those apps enable iPhone owners to watch videos, order food, purchase concert tickets, donate to charities. The list goes on. There's an app for that has become part of the 21st century American lexicon. Through its retail app store, Apple sells apps directly to iPhone owners. Apple does not itself create most apps. Rather, independent app developers create apps. To sell an app in the app store, app developers must pay Apple a $99 annual membership fee. Apple allows the app developers to set the retail price of the apps, but Apple keeps 30% of the sales price no matter what the sales price might be. In other words, Apple as retailer pockets a 30% commission on every app sale. The plaintiffs here claim that Apple exercises monopoly power in the retail market for the sale of apps and has unlawfully used its monopoly power to force iPhone owners to pay Apple higher than competitive prices for apps, in particular through the 30% commission Apple keeps on every app sale. The sole question presented at this initial stage of the case is whether these consumers are proper plaintiffs for this kind of antitrust suit. We conclude that the answer is yes. Our cases have consistently stated that direct purchasers from alleged antitrust violators may maintain a suit against the antitrust violators. By contrast, indirect purchasers who are two or more steps removed from the antitrust violator in a vertical distribution chain, may not sue, such as the consumer at the bottom of a chain who wants to sue a manufacturer at the top of a chain. This is known as the Illinois Brick Direct Purchaser Rule, named after the 1977 case where this court articulated the rule. In this case, the iPhone owners are not attempting to sue manufacturers at the top of a vertical distribution chain. The iPhone owners purchase apps directly from the retailer app, who is the alleged antitrust violator. Therefore, under our precedence, the plaintiffs may sue Apple under the antitrust laws. Apple argues strenuously against that seemingly simple conclusion. For this kind of retailer case, Apple's theory is that Illinois Brick allows consumers to sue only the party who sets the retail price. Here, the app developers, not Apple, set the retail price charged to consumers, which according to Apple means that the consumers may not sue Apple. We see several problems with Apple's who sets the price theory. To begin with, Apple's theory contradicts the text of the antitrust statute which broadly affords any injured party a right to sue. And as to precedent, Apple's theory would require us to gut the bright-line direct purchaser rule set forth in Illinois BRIC. Moreover, under Apple's rule, a consumer could sue a monopolistic retailer when the retailer set the retail price by marking up the price it had paid the manufacturer or supplier for the good or service. But a consumer could not sue a monopolistic retailer when the manufacturer or supplier set the retail price and the retailer took a commission on each sale. Apple's line drawing, 
between a retailer markup and a retailer commission does not make a lot of sense. We do not understand the relevance of the upstream market structure in deciding whether a downstream consumer may sue a monopolistic retailer. If the retailer's unlawful monopolistic conduct caused a consumer to pay the retailer a higher-than-competitive price, the consumer is entitled to sue the retailer under the antitrust laws. In support of its argument, Apple also says that allowing only the upstream app developers but not the downstream consumers to sue Apple would mean more effective enforcement of the antitrust laws. We do not agree. Leaving consumers at the mercy of monopolistic retailers simply because upstream suppliers could also sue the retailers would directly contradict the longstanding goal of effective private enforcement in antitrust cases. Apple warns that calculating the damages in successful consumer antitrust suits against monopolistic retailers might be complicated, but that is hardly unusual in antitrust case. The, any, the Illinois BRIC direct purchaser rule is not a get-out-of-court free card for monopolistic retailers to play any time that a damages calculation might be complicated. In sum, ever since Congress overwhelmingly passed and President Benjamin Harrison signed the Sherman Act in 1890, protecting consumers from monopoly prices has been the central concern of antitrust law. That is why we have antitrust law. The consumers here purchased apps directly from the retailer Apple, and they allege that Apple used its monopoly power over the retail apps market to charge higher than competitive prices. At this early pleading stage of the case, we do not assess the merits of the plaintiff's antitrust claims against Apple. We merely hold that our decision in Illinois BRIC does not bar these plaintiff consumers from suing Apple for Apple's allegedly monopolistic conduct. We affirm the judgment of the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit. Justice Gorsuch has filed a dissenting opinion, which is joined by the Chief Justice, Justice Thomas, and Justice Alito.